Welcome to the Wild Remedies Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Francora, and I'm here to bring you captivating stories from some of the most fascinating people I've connected with on my own journey of physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Wild Remedies Podcast. Today, we are chatting with Anna Lozano. She is a multifaceted and multi-passionate entrepreneur. <laughs> which you are definitely going to see in this episode. We talk about so many different things in this episode. I love it. We're going deep into entrepreneurship. We're going into wellness. We're going to hear about how Anna co-founded, scaled, and sold her product-based company, which is called Love Powered Co. Very, very cool. Um, Anna is now a mentor to female founders. I literally feel like I got some mentorship on this call which was super rad. Um, So some of the stuff that we are digging into in this podcast is, I mean, you're basically going to get like an inside look into what it's like owning a business, if that's something that you're interested in or something that you can just relate to. We're going to talk about the importance of frequency in business and just in everyday life. Um, A little bit about the journey of entrepreneurship and like, how stuff just, it doesn't happen overnight, right? Like there's almost like a rite of passage that needs to happen in business. Um, She has some really great tips on value adding in your marketing and your social media marketing, which I definitely took some notes about. And we're going to talk about some tips on how to change your frequency for better outcomes in both your life and your business. We even get into a little bit, (laughs) it's funny, we were kind of like calling out just these toxic health trends that are all over the place. I was showing this story about how I tried to put beef liver in my bolognese last night and it was absolutely disgusting. It tastes like dog food, super pissed me off. Anyway, and I did it just because there's a stuff on social media that's going around about how beef liver is really good and we just need to stop with all of this and start to tune into ourselves a little bit more and find some more balance because one day it's kale is good for you. The next day it's full of oxalates and you're going to die enough of that. So we riff on that a little bit as well. Okay. So I think that's enough context. Let's just dive right into this episode. There's going to be lots of good nuggets in here for you. And yeah, let's, let's meet Anna. Enjoy you guys. Hi, I'm Maddie. Let me tell you a quick story of how I'm supporting my PCOS with Wild Remedies Spice Chocolate Magic Latte. First of all, I'm a registered holistic nutritionist, so you know I'm investing in finding long-term, sustainable approaches to wellness. Living with PCOS, when things are feeling a little out of balance, it's common for me to wake up groggy, have blood sugar crashes throughout the day, or become totally overwhelmed by daily stressors. My morning coffee was causing blood sugar spikes, anxiety, and tummy trouble, so I swapped it for Wild Remedies Spiced Chocolate Magic Latte about a year ago, and believe me when I tell you that the change has been insane. Each sachet has three servings of wild Siberian chaga, a powerful antioxidant-rich adaptogenic mushroom that helps to fight inflammation and fatigue and regulate the immune system. It tastes like a creamy hot chocolate with just a hint of spice, and it keeps my stomach calm. Since swapping, I feel more clarity and calm throughout the day, and my morning magic latte helps to set clear intentions for the rest of my day. 
I saved 15% on my monthly subscription at wildremedyshop.com and at $2.50 per serving, it's saving me a ton on Starbucks runs and supplement orders. Check out the links and promos in the show notes to get your own. Your adrenals will thank you. Hello, Anna. Welcome to the Wild Remedies podcast. I'm so psyched to be chatting with you this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me, Krista. Yay. Well, I'm so glad that you reached out and we're like, hey, I want to come on the podcast because we met briefly and (laughs) I thought you were really rad, but I don't know a whole lot about you yet. So I'm excited to get to learn some more. (laughs) I love it. I know. I was so excited to meet you because I had gotten samples of your teas and I'm like, oh, these are amazing. And And I'm a former product entrepreneur as well. So I know everything that it takes to scale a product-based business, but I loved your packaging. I loved the idea behind it. I was like, okay, we got to get to know each other. I love it. Well, I mean, let's maybe start there. Um, Tell me about your product-based business and your background, how you became an entrepreneur, all those good things. Yeah, for sure. So I was raised in an immigrant family. So the whole, you know, my upbringing was get good grades, study hard, get a safe and secure job, and then you'll be set for life, right? So that was the programming and conditioning. And as a good air quotes here, uh, daughter, that's exactly what I did. So (laughs) studied really hard, got to one of the best universities uh, for business school in Canada, um, got a great job at a Fortune 500 CPG firm, got into the cubicle, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) So I was like, okay, they sold me this dream. And this dream does not resonate with my personality, with who I am. And so I really put my hands up in the air and I just surrendered. I'm like, okay, what am I here to do in this world? And I had always had this like, oh, this like excitement thinking about entrepreneurship. But at that time, I didn't have a product or service idea. And I was actually introduced to the world of network marketing, which was my gateway into entrepreneurship. And I grew a very successful business in four and a half years and realized, okay, I'm pretty good at this. And I feel that I get to create design a life on my own terms. Let's do more of this. So as I became a mother, um, I realized that the last six and a half years I had spent on personal development at that time. What if I raised my kids on affirmations, on mindfulness, on these practices that I was now using to undo, rewire, reprogram all of the things that were not serving me. And with a co-founder, I launched a product-based company called Love Powered Co., which are beautiful affirmations and mindfulness tools for women and families. And we scaled that quickly. We were one of the first of its kind in Canada, which was always a good timing opportunity. Uh, We had some incredible collaborations like with Jillian Harris and the bird's papaya and others at that time. And most recently, December 31st, uh, 2022, officially sold the company. So it has now been handed over to the new uh, owner. And I'm here in this beautiful spaciousness of creation. And like, hey, what's next? So I, I do have some projects on the go. But I I've never had this spaciousness, being a generator, being this type of personality. Um, so it's exciting. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's very cool. Um, so you mentioned you're a generator, right? So like, yeah, I definitely see that in you. Like you got high energy. Yeah. So like, 
sales is probably like a strong point for you. Hey, like sales is my jam. Yes, that is like what I'm good at. And I hit it for a while because it's a thing that a lot of women don't like. It gives them the cringe factor. But for me, I'm like, bring me something that I'm passionate about and I will sell it day in and day out. That's very cool. I'd love to hear about like your process a little bit. Like you mentioned that you scaled your business very quickly. So like what I think, like I, I, I am the opposite of you in that way where like I'm able to sell through, you know, talking about my story, that sort of thing. But I have a lot of introverted type energy. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we have salespeople in place in, in the business. But when it comes to me, <laughs> I feel like I'm awful, right? And, I, and you know, as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we feel like we have to wear all the hats. We have to be good at like literally everything. And so... Mm-hmm. I felt like a failure a lot of the time being like, why can't I just like get out there and do all the things and do all the follow-up and it's just, it's not how I'm built, but I'd love to hear more about like your process and how, how you get that done. Yeah. It's such a great question. Cause here's the thing. We become entrepreneurs and really we create these jobs for ourselves that take up a lot more time than we ever did working for somebody else. And and that's the thing. So when I (laughs) looking back, especially with the product based business that lacked a lot of leverage in the earlier years, um, I was like, wow, I was working way more than I ever did at my nine to five. But the dream was that I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a founder, I get to work on my terms, right? So I really bought into the dream. But it wasn't until we started outsourcing and delegating and all those things. But looking back at the process of Love Powered Co, I feel like the beautiful thing is, is that with my co-founder, we had very complementary skills. So I got to focus on my zone of genius, which is networking, collaborating, sales and marketing. And then she got to do her zone of genius, which was creative work and creating the product and the photography and the social media writing and all those beautiful things that she loved to do. And that allowed us to stay in our own lanes and then bring on the people to support us, like with the finances, with the fulfillment and shipping and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But when it came to sales and scaling to the point of being able to sell the company, there were so many different strategies in place. And a lot of it was trial and error, right? And a lot of it was timing because we were at the earlier onset of the mindfulness space really taking off and growing. So it was a very unique product. I don't want to say it was category creating, but it was in a sense, we bridged this beauty of like the blogger Instagram lifestyle And brought it to the land of the woo, which is like the affirmations and the quantum conversation, right? So so the timing was really divine, but looking at strategy. So we definitely had um, a sales rep at the very end. We brought in a sales rep for Canada. We had our wholesale partnerships. So Indigo was one of our biggest partners, which allowed us to really survive through the the madness of the last two years Mm because Indigo stayed strong. We had our smaller wholesale partners, so boutiques across the country, Canada, US. And then we focused online. So online was part magnetic marketing, right? Putting out content that was relatable, approachable, it was value adding. And it magnetized customer towards us. So when I look at sales, it's like, yes, there's that output. And then there's that magnetism. So there's always two components to it in my 
personal opinion and how I love to sell. Um, and then really collaborations were huge as well, because it's like, how can you leverage other people's audiences and get your product in front of theirs? And so we had a lot of moving parts when it comes to sales at once. And, you know, what didn't work, we brought, we wheeled back in and stopped doing those things. And what was working, we scaled that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that makes sense. I love that you bring up the word magnetic. And especially when it comes to content. Can you explain that a little bit more? Mm, I love it. Well, here's the thing. As humans, we don't actually like to be sold to. I feel mm -hmm. like that's like the cringe part of selling, right? So it's like when you're being directly sold to, most people lean back. And they're like, okay, I can feel I'm being sold to. So when we bring in the frequency and energetics to the sales conversation, we're all energy we're constantly putting energy out there. So that energy is either going to magnetize in or repel out. So when we look at that in terms of sales or content, well, how can you create content that's value add, that's funny, that's, you know, whatever that emotion is that we're looking to create in our soul client, and more of that allows them to magnetize towards us because they're like, wow, this content is adding value to my life. This content is making me laugh. This value, this content is bringing me, you know, takeaways that I can then apply in my own life. Well, I want more of it. I want to see more of what they're doing. I'm going to now put that check mark whenever they post. I want to see it first, right? So you're starting to build that relationship. And the more that you can really nurture that relationship, the more it leads to sales. So I had someone ask me on a class I was teaching yesterday, like, oh, I got, I did this reel and it had 6,000 views, but it didn't generate any sales. I'm like, awesome. Do it a thousand more times. Mm -hmm. Build that loyal relationship. Continue adding value. Have no expectations. Because also with sales, it's like, I'm going to sell something. Well, the frequency you're putting out there is the expectation, the neediness. And if they don't buy, that's now moving us into the lack frequency, which is not going to generate results. Mm -hmm. So when I teach anything today, it is energetics and strategy because you can't have one without the other. And whatever I'm putting out there, you're receiving the energy on the other side. So do I want it to be magnetic or do I want it to be a repellent? Well, the answer is obvious. Totally. Oh, my God. Okay. I love this so much. And I feel like these are great lessons for me as well. We have um, our first Wild Remedies team retreat at the end of this month here. And so like there's a whole bunch of stuff that we're kind of like dissecting and going through. And one of the big things is like our content. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we love doing the podcast, but I've always felt like our Instagram and stuff has struggled a little bit. Like we definitely need to do some tweaking when it comes to, you know, the value add that we're providing with our content, which I love that you mentioned that. Um, and the energetics, I mean, like that's such an important thing, right? And I think what folks also need to remember, um, you know, in business is that <laughs> things don't happen overnight either, mm. right? So it's like, it's easy yeah. to get frustrated and so aligning yourself with a mission, right? And have mm -hmm. like that passion and that purpose and being able to just 
show up every day and do it because you love it. Like you have to have that as like a key piece. It can't just be about money, right? Like Mm. it can't be about that lack mentality that you mentioned, right? Like Mm. this really has to be something that you love and you believe in because those energetics are definitely going to resonate with people, whether that is desperation or, hey, I'm presenting this to you because it's important for both myself and for you. And I'm wildly obsessed with it, right? Like there's like infinite ways to make money. So I don't think, I mean, if you became an entrepreneur to make money, well, I would definitely check that because Mm -hmm. it's going to be a painful journey because we know, I mean, entrepreneurship's a roller coaster. And to tie what into what you're saying, there's, well, two things I wanted to say. I was talking to a client this morning on Voxer and she's like, I'm ready to quantum leap. I'm like, amazing. You're just starting out, right? So it's like, you have to build the foundations of the business. You have to go through the hardship. You have to go through the growing pains. And once you have, and you embody this higher version, next level version of self, well, yeah, sure, you're going to experience quantum leaps. I am experiencing quantum leaps today because I've put 13 years of my life into entrepreneurship Mm. and I've gone through it all. And I am now that embodiment of those 13 years, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, we need to remember that like quantum leaps are fucking amazing. Yes. But like, there's also, we are human and we're living in a 3D world and we need to check ourselves and we need to learn the skills and we need to go through the growth, right? So I think mm-hmm. that's so important. And then I was thinking about your brand, as you mentioned, with social media. Oh my gosh, when I got your little pack, sample packets, first of all, quality, beauty, like that is something like whatever I buy, I want it to make me feel good. So Mm -hmm. there's this like conscious consumerism happening too, where, you know, there's a million teas out there and there's a million tea lattes out there, but why am I going to choose yours? So there's that, like, I felt this magnetic energy with your branding and it just looked luxe and it felt nice and soft, you know? And then it's like on social, well, how do you make me feel warm and fuzzy? How do I get to include you as part of my rituals, right? Like I want to see that and how you become a part of the good things in my life. Totally. More of that, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, really we're about up-leveling everyday rituals, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the products that... We are producing, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to launch this year that I'm super, super excited about, but we're definitely focused on the beverage space and the Mm. herbalism space. And yeah, it's just all about bringing, you know, medicine and traditional wisdom back into our lives through an everyday ritual that we already do, which is, you know, drinking coffee or having a tea or whatever that is. And, um, yeah, that's what I'm passionate about. And that's what I do like every single day right now. I am literally drinking. So I have one coffee a day and I make it fancy as fuck. So this is my Italian espresso that I have a blend of chaga. I got a little bit of milk thistle, some shilajit, whatever else in there. I can't remember. And then I have this really amazing new product that I'm launching this year. 
I might oh, as well talk um, about it now because it's, yeah. it's But anyway, they're called Magic Creamer Bars. And it literally looks like a chocolate bar. You break off a few pieces and it works like bulletproof, right? Oh. So instead of butter, it's made with cocoa butter, has collagen, has all the things in it. Oh, so amazing. I throw in a few pieces of those. I blend it up. And I've also been playing with herbal marshmallows. So I add a little marshmallow on top, which is made with literally oh, collagen, honey from my sister's farm. And marshmallow root, which is how marshmallows were traditionally made. And literally, that's what I do every day. And that's just the intention and everything that I want to bring to people so that they can enjoy this type of beauty and delicious shit every single day in their life, too. (laughs) Yes, please. More, please. Exactly. And everything should be a ritual. And we're so busy and on the go. And it's like, I feel so many of us are shifting towards the spaciousness and Mm -hmm. having more space in our calendars, enjoying those sips of coffee versus going from one thing to the next like the shift is real every conversation I've been having is like I just want more free time I want more leverage so that I can enjoy my free time and so this is a common thread and that fits see when we talk about timing in business your product is so timing so timing Mm -hmm. this is what we're all craving to come back to just the enjoyment of the simple pleasures and totally. we add a little luxe on top of yours because it feels Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Got to do the, the luxury. I'm a Libra rising. So everything's got to be beautiful. Like what? everything's got to be luxury. That's yeah. That's my jam. I got to put all the, the beauty in. Yeah. Cool. But you're right on the timing, right? Like everybody is craving wellness these days. Like our world is just so fucking toxic mm. and everybody's had enough. Right. And with everything that's going on in the past few years, it's like, okay, we got to learn to take care of ourselves here. We can't rely on institutions and governments and corrupt health governing bodies and all of these things. It's like, how can we take better care of ourselves, be more proactive? That's another thing that I'm super passionate about. That's why we have the podcast you know, and I'm hoping that the information that we provide can help people make better choices so that they can have more sovereignty mm. in in their health. Um, but also talking to people like you too, because there's going to be a rise in entrepreneurship, right? And people need all the tools in order mm. to be able to do this. And I love that wellness is exploding right now. You know, I'm reading this book on herbalism and it's so sweet. This woman, she she has this store in the Yukon and she's like a traditional herbalist. She has these beautiful products and she just sh- like willingly shares all of her knowledge about what she knows and like how to work with different botanicals and things like that. And like her belief is that the more people who do that, like, because the creativity is endless, endless right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, do it responsibly, but like connect back to nature and work with the frequencies and the vibrations and the magic that nature has to offer again in a responsible and, you know, um, I guess just way and start putting that stuff out into the world because people are craving it. People want it. People want to get back to how things used to work. Like I, I, been watching a lot of movies from the 90s recently <laughs> over the holidays and just being like, I miss this simpler time, man. You yes. know? 
Well, and I think that was the blessing of the last three years is like, you know, taking ownership, taking ownership of our health, taking ownership of our finances. I think that was a common thread for for many of us, not all of us. And, you know, behind the scenes, for me, health is number one, because if I'm not in my optimal health, then I mean, how am I going to show up as a mother, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, etc, etc. So it mm -hmm. all ties in together. But I love how so many more people are paying attention to that conversation, because what is life without health? Yep. Um, so my newest tool in my toolkit is actually playing with um, frequency specific microcurrent, which is something new. So I used a TENS machine when I was pregnant, but the fact that I get to have it in my home now and use it for optimizing my health, like I'm constantly seeking tools because again, like this life is meant to be lived to the fullest. So the better mm -hmm. I feel, and then we tie it to the energetics piece, the better I feel, the more that I get to enjoy. And yeah. at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. I mean, I say it all the time because I lived it and I still live it, you know, like I'm still going through the healing process, but it's like, if you don't have your health, like you literally have nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We think it's money, but no, it's health because money is something we can con like generate more of, but health, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. When you've been in the position where you can't get out of bed to even go and make the money. <laughs> right. Like you realize real quick that that is very much the priority, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And there's so many different ways that we are actively working to destroy that for ourselves every day. But there's a lot of corporations out there that are taking an active role in that. And so it's important that we get the information out so people know, understand. And I swear to God, it's just something that I've been passionate about for so long. I was, you know, just going through some old social media posts um, last night and I guess Mercury retrograde reviewing <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh shit, man. Like, I've really, I, I've been at this wellness thing for like a long time and I've always been very passionate and like, you know, have, have been an advocate for wellness for a really long time. And it's nice to actually see some changes being made, right? Because mm -hmm. it really used to be just me like, hey guys, we should probably, because at the time, like I definitely started out as watching the documentaries on Netflix that were very vegan focused. Right. And so right. Like, I stopped eating meat for like four years and I was very much in the mind frame of like, yes, literally everybody needs to start eating fucking crickets <laughs> and the government should definitely shut everybody. Like, it's so funny because I'm on the opposite spectrum now, but it's like, we got to do something about like the emissions. Like, right. I, I, I totally would have been for climate lockdowns back then in my 20s right it's so funny yeah. like, how our perspectives change, and, change. when you don't have a lot of life experience <laughs> I do love the concept of veganism I mean the the idea right behind it is it for yes. everybody I don't think so was I nope. drawn to it I was from the animal side of things but yeah. just my body craves meat I'm an O blood type and O negative and like I crave it and yep. I will not thrive not on it right so it's like that's important too this is where we bring in this conscious awareness there's so many like so let's say we're just speaking to the health conscious right like mm -hmm. let's the others will do what they're doing. So health conscious, I mean, there are so many options out there for us. And this is like going back to that piece of like, the more we know ourselves, 
the like cravings are information. Yes. Right. So yep. that's kind of where I'm at is there's so many trends and there's so many fads, but get to know yourself and then yep. lean into what you need at that moment in time because that gets to change too. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? We're always looking for these quick fixes and I understand yeah. what that's like, especially if you're struggling with your health. So funny. Literally had this conversation with Sarah Swain last, last night. We were like messaging over Instagram and she was laughing at, I made this post because, okay. So you know how like everybody's talking about like eat all the meat, eat the liver, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to try some fucking liver. <laughs> I made this, this beautiful, and I've, I've tried it before. So I made a pate and it was like, all right. I didn't eat the whole thing. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And then I found this recipe for this like beautiful traditional bolognese sauce. And I've heard from a lot of people that like bolognese is a great way to hide some liver. And I was like, okay, yes, I'm going to get all of these like micronutrients. It's going to be great. So got these beautiful ingredients. Like I had the San Marzano um, tomatoes and I bought like this amazing black vinegar and all of these like great ingredients. And I make this fucking bolognese and I was just like, this tastes (laughs) like dog food. And so Sarah was laughing about it and we were chatting and I was like, you know what? I am so sick of like all the fads and shit right now. Like wait, who, who, who just started telling everybody to eat liver suddenly. And then I was thinking about, and I was like, do you know that account? It's like, um, what the hell is it? Cornelius or like what? I don't even know how to say it. But anyway, it's some guy. Everybody's sharing his content, right? I think it's a guy. I don't even know. Like, I've looked into the account. Who is this person? But he's always talking about, like, liver supplements and, like, alpacas. And, you know, his content's funny. Again, I I don't know. I looked into it, and there's no person. But what it really is, behind the scenes, is a liver brand. Like, they sell like liver jerky and stuff. So of course they're pushing it. Of course and, the information is around liver. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and I, the marketing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what's happening there is like, you know, we're having these really big swings happening yes. right now in, in society, right? Like yeah. where I was just talking about how I was so left leaning back in my twenties where I would have been like down for climate lockdowns and like mm. everybody eating crickets. I think what's happening is like we're having this swing. So now there's like this little bit of, you know, okay, everybody was really into veganism. Now we have this whole like just eat meat and fat and liver and all of this stuff, you know, that you're seeing out there where it's like, you know, bring back more masculinity and more femininity. And a lot of that stuff is great, right? But it's like we kind of have to get into the middle part, right? Mm. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, tuning in like your frequency, listening to your intuition, intuitive eating. Um, And just this culture that we're kind of in right now where, because wellness is such a thing, you're going to have a lot of people that are very opinionated about stuff. And it is fucking exhausting because it's like one day cucumbers are good for you. And the next day they have all these toxins and you're going to die, right? Like spinach with oxalates is going to fucking destroy your liver. Like, are you are you kidding me? I was going like, to say that with Kale. Now, Kale's got a bad rep, right? Yeah, like, what's no. up, Kale? I know. No, I it's fine. Yeah, it's exhausting. You know what? I'm actually having this conversation around oat milk. So it's like, okay, 
I get it. You're pushing dairy now. You're organic, you know, full fat mm-hmm. dairy. I don't feel good drinking full fat mm-hmm. cow milk. I don't. I do understand the benefits. If my girls feel good drinking it, amazing. But mm-hmm. hey, I love my oat milk in my latte. And yep. I get that it spikes my glucose levels. I understand, but I'm having one. It's not mm-hmm. going to kill me. So this yep. like, all these yep. massive influencers hating on oat milk. I get it. Some of it has sunflower oil. I don't want to put that shit in my body or canola oil, but it's like, okay, one cup and it froths so nicely and cow milk doesn't make me feel good. So it's like, right. Like I get to make a conscious decision, but just like, I feel this is where that self identity is so important because yeah. when you know yourself, you know what feels good for you. Sure, you get to play and test, but then you get to decide for yourself. And I feel like as a mother too, that is the one thing I want my girls to really just be so true to themselves that whatever the fuck their friends are doing is not going to impact them because they're solid. They're self-confident. They know themselves. Like that's my biggest wish for my kids. And that is like who I am the embodiment of now. I'm open to trying and testing and experimenting and looking at different, obviously, perspectives and opinions. But then I get to decide, does it work for me or does it not? Mm-hmm. Right? Rather doing something, you know, in our, in our teens, we're like, we're going to do it because it's cool. No, fuck that. And it's like, it's like celery, no longer an influencer. Like, yeah. Halloween 2020 was the influencer of the veggie world. What happened, celery? Remember when prices spiked? I was in Ontario at the time. Celery went from like $2.99 a bundle to like $7.99. It hit its influencer peak. (laughs) It did. I know. It's wild. Wild. It's so wild. Yeah. So to summarize that is just become solid in who you are and stay in your own fucking lane, right? It's like, sure, they got a million followers. It doesn't matter. You do you. Yep. Yeah. And everybody is different, right? So like my advice is always just, yes, whole foods, like less processed foods. Absolutely. But everybody's different. And like the oat milk thing, it's like we use oat milk in all of our samples when we do um, markets. And it's because nobody's nobody's allergic to it, right? Yeah, and it flops. We have a partnership with a really great brand that doesn't have seed oils and shit in their oat milk. So that's what we use. It's very expensive, but (laughs) we're giving the best to everybody out there because if we're giving them medicine, it's got to go with good oat milk. And yeah, I mean, there's ways to get around it. Like you can make your own, right? But it's good to know the ingredients that aren't great for you, that are really proven to be not great for you, like super processed stuff, like the seed oils and that sort of thing. But again, it's like also being freaked out about every single thing that you're like, you know, I bought some oysters the other day, which are in sunflower oil. And it's like, well, fuck, like sunflower oil is in literally everything. And so if you're going to have a little bit of it, it's fine. You know, but it's like, you just don't don't want a lot of it. Exactly. Exactly. And this is where we get to use our, you know, common sense, our critical Mm -hmm. thinking, things that, you know, (laughs) let's bring those back. Yeah. (laughs) On every type of conversation. Let's bring back the critical thinking. Yeah. I know. That's a really big one. (laughs) Hopefully we'll be seeing more and more of that moving forward. I think, I think we're gonna, I hope so. 
I don't know. Didn't see a lot of it in the past three years, but. (laughs) Right. And this is the thing. And it's like, you get to have your opinion and let someone else have their opinion, but be kind to each other. You know, Mm -hmm. this is the thing because this whole, you know, if we want to go into like the whole cancel culture thing that's happened really stems from like, I'm right. My perspective, my opinion is right. And yours is wrong. When did we become like this? That's mm-hmm. not part of the ascension, evolution, you know, conscious awakening. So it's like, let's be kinder to each other. You get to, you know, drink your cow milk and I get to drink my oat milk and we're cool. We can still be friends. Mm-hmm. And that goes to deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, everything that's coming through, you know, I, I keep hearing this more and just with the psychic advisors and stuff that that I work with is like what what we need is unity right mm-hmm. like balance exactly. and unity that's what we all need to be striving for moving forward yeah knocking down pedestals coming together you know especially mm-hmm. like in friendships collaborations but also in business like why would you want to strive to be number 1 like that is so 2010 like let's yeah. collaborate leverage and experience it faster Totally. I love collaboration in business and it's funny. So I was given this book to read, um, by a mentor and it's great. It's got some good information and stuff in it. Um, but there's so much stuff in it that I find cringy too. Like it's very much, uh, I guess kind of like an old boys club way of looking Mm. at business. Right. And it's tough when you're a female entrepreneur because, you know, this book is asking me to answer questions like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just like, like, where's the business going to be in 10 years? What are your revenue goals? Mm-hmm. What did it, and it's like, okay, like I realize some of that stuff is important for business, but it's like, I also feel energetically and I don't know if it's age or experience or whatever, but it's like, I'm just being called to step up in like more and more feminine ways, which are literally the opposite of that. So it's making it harder for me to run a business in a traditional way because I I used to do that a lot more. Like I was, you know, read, like listening to all the Gary Vee and all the podcasts doing that whole thing. And I am just so fucking over it. Yeah. Like so over it. Oh, a hundred percent. I, yeah. I feel that with every ounce of me, like definitely that was 2010, Anna, but it's like, that yeah. leads to burnout, that leads to a fulfillment, that leads to, you know, the constant hustle and grind. And so we are shifting. And so, you know, just, I want to tie it to like, if you want to grow a very successful business that let's say potentially you get to sell in the future, you get to do it your way. The only piece, see, this was a fascinating part is when we started working with BDC, which is very traditional, you know, that brought back a lot of those things where like, I don't want to do a business plan. Business plans are so 2000, you know, but I will say this, if the end goal for anyone listening is to create a business that they want to sell, the finances need to be in order. So outsourcing that part early on, if it's not your zone of genius, will allow you to do that. Everything else, I mean, who the hell does business plans these days? You know, maybe if you're a tech company, but not the realm I'm playing in. 
Oh man. I mean, I wish I could have avoided, could have avoided that, but I had to go, I had to go to banks for money. I had to beg for money, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I had to start from the bottom. So I had to build a business plan and I kind of enjoyed the process. Cause to me, it was like visioning. Mm-hmm. And of course as a designer, I made it beautiful. And it was right. so funny. Every single bank that I went to told me that it was the most impressive business plan they had ever seen. Wow. None of them gave me money. <laughs> so None it's of beautiful, them. but I'm not going to give you money. It, well, beautiful, compelling. Like it wasn't just how Everything. it looked. It was like, yeah. all of this looks great. And it was like, I ended up getting money through like BDC, Community Futures, um, Futurepreneur, those types of places. And just like, kind of like piecing together, you know, and a budget to get started with. Yeah. Um, but I was told by uh, my account rep at Community Futures, and he was like, yeah, banks don't give money to women. And I was wow. like, oh. interesting, huh. interesting. And I didn't want to have that in my consciousness, you know, because like mm-hmm. to me, that's, that's something that I've never, I've never wanted to put that into my field. And it's not really something that I've really experienced either. Like everything that I've wanted yeah. to go after in my life, I, I've achieved. And being a woman, I never felt was something that held me back in any way. Mm-hmm. But I did find that to be particularly interesting. So, so you fascinating. Know. Yeah, I've heard like Joanna Nix's story, and she just sold for multi, multi millions, but like raising capital. And being pregnant, raising capital, you know, whole other conversation. Right. But I never felt that either. I, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping that that's also shifting. Mm. Um, And I truly believe that massive amounts of wealth in the hands of conscious and heart led women will change the world. And so that's the vision that I'm holding for all of us Mm -hmm. um, as we lean into 2023 and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's all going to be about community and collaboration, right? Because that's what, that's what we do. That's absolutely. what we do. And this is the thing that women do, right? And I think because we're such natural nurturers by coming back to this home frequency of who we truly are at the core, which is mothers and nurturers and birthers and creators, God. Mm-hmm. This is why we, oh, I, I like, I'm so excited for the future of women mm-hmm. coming together because we're so powerful together versus alone. And that's really what we were programmed to do, right? Is like climb the corporate ladder, but there's only one spot in the C-suite for a woman. So mm-hmm. we're breaking down all of those paradigms and belief systems and gosh, it's hard, right? Because this is the way we've been taught. This is the way we've operated and shifting and changing and transforming takes time. But I feel like we're much more on this side now. Like we see the potency of collaborating and working together and how much more pleasurable it gets to be Mm -hmm. as a community versus doing it all alone. Oh, totally. I love it so much. And it's funny because I'm really doubling down on all of this now because I recently got some intel into my astrology that I thought was really fascinating. And so um, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but Vika Bradford was on um, a few episodes back. She's coming back on, but she was teaching about the North node 
and all of the richness and stuff that we can, you know, discover about our lives and our path by understanding this aspect of our charts. And there's so much in my chart about community and partnership, right? So in business, in, you know, like, it it literally says that I will not succeed to like where I want to go in business without partners. (laughs) Yeah. It's so interesting, right? And like, and that can look like a a lot of different things, but I'm like, huh, that's really interesting. Just even same in my personal life, like a partner in my personal life will, you know, project things much more further in the way that I, I want it to go. And community and those types of things were always something that I really craved in my life, but just, I think just because of society, or just my conditioning, I was always like, eh, that's needy, mm, right? Like, I, guess eh. you, I can do it alone, right? I can. I can do it all by myself. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I did for a really, really long time, right? It's like I kind of removed myself from community or felt like I didn't belong in a lot mm-hmm. of different ways and drug some shit out probably a lot longer <laughs> than it needed to. Yeah. And- so that Intel has been really cool. And now I'm just like, hmm, okay, like I'm considering bringing partners into the business now and all of these things, which feel actually really good and exciting because just even energetically, I'm like, fuck, sick of doing a lot of this shit. Oh right. God. Well, let me know. I am an investor in a beverage company called Light Pink, which was created by Lori Harder, who's a phenomenal entrepreneur. So cool. you definitely posted you have some amazing women in your network. And, and I yeah. love what Lori Harder has put together. So her, I believe she raised $2 million through 51 or 53 women who came together, believed in her vision of this company Light Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's the power of community. That's how she she raised money as opposed to going to traditional institutions. She's like, let me bring amazing women together that are part of my network. And mm-hmm. we all get to feel like founders of this brand. So it's, it's truly genius. Also to what you were saying, I feel like so many of us were programmed to be those lone wolves and those outliers and, you know, sisterhood wounds are real, but I feel like it's, it's time to really embody this idea that we're safe in community. You know, Mm -hmm. we get to all rise in community. We get to bring our gifts to community and, uh, you know, dealing with whatever shit you need to deal with when it comes to sisterhood wounds and letting that be in the past, because it's not necessarily our fault. It was what we were programmed to believe that Mm -hmm. we should be. And and the cool thing is, is as you were sharing your story, I was always an outlier. I was always like, I was never in, I was always just kind of like floating around. So now us floaters coming together, fuck, we're so powerful. (laughs) It's beautiful. <laughs> the outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally feel that. Okay. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to have a conversation because I love that concept of raising capital through community that way. Mm. I don't know how this woman did that, but that sounds absolutely amazing. Um, I have a girlfriend who started an investment firm and how does it go? I got to get her on the podcast. It's really cool. Um, I keep meaning to step up and get involved in it, but essentially what they're doing is buying up quote unquote boring businesses down in the States. 
And, you know, this looks like holistic dentists, those types of things. Um, but this fund is only available for women, right? So she wants to help level up women by putting more money in their pockets, teaching them how to invest in all of these things. And you're basically just like putting in your cash to invest and buy in these businesses that are already generating revenue. And it's just, it, it's such a cool idea. Yeah. I really, really love it. So yeah, there's so many, see all this cool creativity, right? Like this is what women are doing. They're bringing like this aspect of collaboration and community into what were typically very masculine spaces. Oh, I love it. And this is what's so exciting about the future because we get to create this and we get to, you know, do it in a way that feels good and allows us to still do all the other things we desire to do, like, you know, be mothers or travel or have, you know, really wild relationships or, you know, insert your desire because Mm -hmm. why not? Mm -hmm. Right. And the more that we get to co-create, the more spaciousness we do get to create because then it's not all dependent on us. Yep. 100%. Okay, what are some tips for folks for, I guess, focusing on frequency or like becoming more magnetic in their lives or if they have a business and they're listening and they're like, how do I make my business more magnetic, more magnetic? What are some, some tips you might have? Mm. Yeah, well, it starts with you becoming more magnetic. So if we look at foundationally, we are always emitting an energy, we don't get to fake this, we don't get to not do this, it is what it is, right? It's it's like gravity. So our frequency is constantly emitting out. So (laughs) you get to choose your frequency. So do you by focusing on it, by making it a daily ritual by literally sitting down and saying like, how do I feel right now? How do I desire to feel and working through that? So it's not about spiritual bypassing or, you know, not feeling our emotions, but getting really raw and aware with ourselves and saying, okay, well, right now, okay, I'm feeling neutral. Awesome. Okay, well, from this neutral energetic frequency that's being broadcasted out into the universe, what do I need to do to elevate it a little bit more? So find your thing. You know, right now for me, cold plunging is my thing, but it may not be your thing. So if Mm -hmm. I get three into the Lake Okanagan for three minutes, my frequency shifts right away. I'm like, I can do anything if I can get into this freezing water for two to three minutes. (laughs) So that's my thing. And I know I can shift my frequency instantly by jumping that cold water. Now I can't do this every single day. But when I do, then I have now increased my magnetism, my magnetic field is elevated. And so from that, that's how I take action. So I will not do a sales call, I will not do an Instagram post, I will not do, you know, whatever outreach I'm doing, unless it's from an elevated frequency, because I know the result is going to be faster, stronger, more of what I desire it to be if it's from an elevated frequency. And so I feel like putting that as part of your strategy is like frequency check before taking any action. And so, and then layering that on, like, I understand shit happens, we're humans, but we don't get to like, we don't have to stay stuck in that shit. So mm-hmm. find your thing, do a frequency check, find your thing to elevate your frequency and then move forward. And we can do that with anything, right? So it's not just taking business action, but it's having that 
hard conversation with a partner or going into, you know, switching off from business to motherhood. Because if we can do things when we feel better, well, that's magnetism right there. Mm-hmm. Mm, great tips. Really great tips. You know, what frequency is part of your strategy? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, th- this is the advice that I, I need reminders for all the time. So it's interesting. So, so in my case, for me, the frequency changing thing is nature, right? So like mm. being out in nature as much as I can, which can be tough when you are grinding all day. And I try not to grind as much anymore, but I still have a ton of shit that I need mm. to get done every day. And it can become draining and it can become exhausting and all of these things. But again, when you talk about, especially in entrepreneurship, if (laughs) you got to get through that hardship phase, right? Like, which requires a lot of work. So how do you support yourself? And that is exactly it, right? Like, is it water? Is it having a bath? Is it doing like, what can you do for yourself every single day to kind of put you into a state of calm or relaxation or receptivity? I mean, for me, just even receiving like messages from guides and those types of things, like I need to be in a space where I'm either out in nature or meditating, something calm, focused. And you know, if you're experiencing or if you're experiencing anxiety or something like that that day, it can just make such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of like checking your frequency before making action. And I've done this, you know, especially with like sending important emails. I will literally like bless that yeah. email before I send. <laughs> I know. I'm literally sitting here sending frequencies to that person before. <laughs> yeah. Give anywhere. it a little Reiki, yeah. you know, something. Yeah. Reiki. I got my tools and I'm like, you know what? This sounds like, why not? Why not receive all the other support? Like they're just waiting for us to say, hey, I'm open, right? Yep. Hey guys, I'm open. Hey angels, I'm open. You know, whatever your belief thing is, but it's like, Allow them to support us. Allow the frequency to support us. Like allow the quantum field to support you. Like why not? Totally. Yeah. Well, we're learning more and more every day how these things are working. Like quantum physics and spirituality are now kind of colliding, like science and spirituality. And it's cool. Like there's so much for us to learn um, and, and to integrate. And even if it's just in a small way every day and you can start to see positive changes in, in your life, um, there's just going to be so much more of it. Right. Like so frequency much is the future. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned a few times about like coaching and all of these things. How, how are you currently working with people? Mm, yeah. So, and this is the the part of spaciousness is like, this is the year that I only take on what feels so good and ex- activating and expansive. And so <clears throat> I have mentioned that, you know, network marketing was my gateway, but you know what the thing with network marketing is this community is this leverage. And that's why I think it's such a brilliant business model. So I am back in network marketing. I've actually partnered with a frequency device that I am launching into the Canadian market. And it's so activating because that's the future. It's like science bridge, bridge, 
with spirituality. Um, so that's one thing that I'm doing. And then I'm just focusing on masterminds. So the one-to-one is no longer fueling me at this time because it's a direct exchange of time. And I'm like, no, let's lean into the spaciousness. So group coaching, I will be offering one mastermind in April called Bloom. And uh, then I am pulling my kids from school in September and we're traveling the world for 12 months. So yeah, I will be playing with frequency and traveling the world. That is my life of 2023. Fuck yeah. I love it. Where where are you guys going? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. We're going to like spin the globe and be like, boop, that's where we're starting. Actually, the, the, the intention is to avoid all winter. So wherever nice. that brings us. Um, yeah, so that is the plan. I mean, the Okanagan's been frozen since November, so I'm ready to yeah. peace out too. Um, girl. <laughs> as beautiful as it is here. Uh, it's been such a gray winter too, and I'm just like, uh I know, I right? They said, they said the coast is gloomy and rainy. That's why we came to the Okanagan, but I haven't seen sun for a while. It sucks here in the winter. Like, great in the summer, but yeah, winter is super, super shitty. But I, these tools are so important because, like, we can sit yeah. here and be like, fuck, it's gloomy outside. I don't want to do anything right now. I'm not activated, right? This is where we pull yeah. out the tools and be like, no, yeah. I am responsible for my frequency. I literally have my sad light on right now for anybody that wa- that's watching the video, the light that I, is- You look beautiful. I know. Sunny. <laughs> my sad light. Yeah. It's fake sun. Whatever you have to do. I got to get back into, I mean, like, I feel a little t- tied down with business right now. Um, but for about five years, I nomaded. And so oh, I, didn't, I didn't have winter for mm. quite some time. And it was lovely. It was amazing. It was nice to have that freedom. It was nice to, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to incorporate this practice of like, okay, I was born in the Northern Hemisphere. Like clearly I'm here and I'm built for this. So let's try to sync myself with the seasons and like embody the lessons that all these seasons have to offer, which is going within and all of the stuff. But like, I really, I really winter (laughs) oh I feel you I know it's like half of the world was born in winter and like we can do this but I know yeah it would be really nice to be on a beach right now for sure let's let's manifest it (laughs) I love that oh my gosh Awesome. Well, I mean, I, we are at time here now. It was so great chatting with you. I feel like we we talked about so much. I love it. And that's why I love the Joe Rogan po- podcast because he goes everywhere. So I'm like, thank you he for does. bringing me everywhere because normally I really focus on my, you know, zone of genius, but I'm so multifaceted and like bring on any conversation. I love it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think you brought a ton of value for anybody who is looking for better vibes in their life, for better business, for, you know, potentially coaching. How can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more? Yeah, my jam is Instagram. So I'm always I mean, free content value add Instagram underscore Anna Lozano. And then my website's analazano.com. Awesome. All right, you guys. Well, thank you again, Anna for coming on. 
And um, yeah, hopefully everybody got a few nuggets of wisdom and we will catch y'all on the next episode. Thanks so much for sharing your time and energy with us today. We'd love to hear your feedback on how our podcast has impacted your life and are also open to suggestions for new and interesting topics. Please leave your comments with a quick review to help us grow this magical community of wellness warriors and light workers. Every month, we select one lucky reviewer to win a big magic box containing all three of our beautiful magic lattes. To connect with us further, check us out on Instagram at wild underscore remedies. Thank you again and see you at the next episode.